Hey there, everyone. So welcome back to a Morning Thoughts episode. I haven't done this in a while, so uh, I'll explain why I haven't been posting as frequently as I used to towards the end of this episode. Let's just get into the actual meat uh, and potatoes of the reason why I'm doing this, and it's because of an article that I read this morning on the Barrens. Now, you guys know, if you guys have been following me uh, for the last couple-ish weeks, months, uh, since I've started posting, um, you'll know that I read a lot of the Barron's, Wall Street Journal, LA Times, New York Times, um, Tribune, etc. So whatever I could get my hands on on Apple News, that's pretty much what I'm reading. And so, well, Barron's is a separate subscription, but every so often they do have a free Barron's article that you guys can read on the news outlet or the stock outlet uh, on Yahoo Finance, whatever. But I don't know if this is a free article or not. Uh, because I do also have a Baron subscription. So anyways, with that being said, here's the title. Chip prices are plunging what it means for NVIDIA, Intel, and AMD stock. Now, just to briefly describe what these are, I'm not a huge expert in it. So just a huge disclaimer, if I say something incorrect, please correct me because I'm still researching and learning this industry. This is not my forte. And so, but it's very interesting for me to read right now. So NVIDIA. Graphics card. They're known for their graphics card. That's their bread and butter, their GPU performance. That is what they are doing. Okay. Intel, jack of all trades kind of thing in terms of uh, microprocessors, CPUs, uh, you know, framework, uh, servers, etc. AMD, specifically developing of microchips, semiconductors. Uh, th that's their bread and butter and that's their specialty. So that's as much as I know about those three. They're all into the chip manufacturing and if you guys don't know what semiconductors or chips are just know that they're built on silicon wafers and they're essentially the brains of the computer just to put it very very simply every electronic device you have that you see uh or that you pry open open up they'll have a specific microchip in it now within that microchip if you were to break open that even further you're going to see layers of silicon wafers and now these silicon wafers will if you look under a microscope will have individual areas where you know electric electrical readings are going to be uh in the bilinear code kind of thing a little a little too advanced for me even for myself but uh just know that that is essentially the brains of the electronics. And it's, it's just these a whole bunch of semiconductors that which turns on and offs that determines what the overall electronic is going to do or has been programmed to do. And so that's all what chips are. Now, the reason why this caught my eye is because since year to date, approximately the whole entire semiconductor industry has cratered uh, very badly. Uh, and this could be due to multitudes of reasons. Now, it could be a supply chain. It could be um, geopolitical reasons. It could be that crypto market has crashed, uh, which might be a huge reason why we see a huge decrease in the stock prices right here. If you guys can actually look on the screen. Um, again, I am doing this concurrently with a YouTube channel. So for those of you guys who are listening to podcasts, I'll be posting the YouTube uh, link down below just for you guys to view what I am looking at. Uh, but just to describe it, for those of you who don't really want to look at it, I'm looking at the stock pricing, uh, just the charts itself. Okay. Now, the reason why I'm showing everyone the charts is not because this is my approach to value investing. I actually rarely ever look at the charts. Uh, or if I do look at the charts, they mean really nothing to me. 
Um, but I, I kind of like to extrapolate the behavior of the market just by basing it off the stock pricing charts. Uh, so this is more of an observational type of thing that I would generally do, uh, but I don't do it too, too often. So just a huge disclaimer on that. But if we take a look at Intel, now Intel is the jack of all trades. They're known for their, you know, microprocessing units, the i9, i7. Uh, they are, they used to be a part of Apple's uh, manufacturing of their core chip processor. Uh, but now that Apple is transitioning away uh, from Intel and making their own, Intel's getting hurt a little bit bad. So a lot of the decline that you see in Intel could be because Apple has now separated from Intel. Uh, they're still in Microsoft, they're still in um, Google's uh, applications, but for how long, we don't know. So, what we do see right now, at least just on the market trends. So, let's just take a look at the market trends. We do see back in 2008, 2009, we saw a huge decline and then it increased. And it's been increasing with a slight decline every so, like, two to three years. Awesome stuff. This just means that there has been a bigger demand for consumer electronics uh, as we're getting more into that technological age and as we're getting more into the online platform where video streaming you know online streaming um uh, gaming etc is becoming more and more popular and frequent as well as online businesses and you know developing your own stuff we're seeing that right now and we're seeing a huge increase in the demand of that however within the last year there has been a huge decline now, a lot of this could be because, you know, a lot of people were purchasing this for cryptocurrency, uh, which we saw with the NVIDIA's graphics card. Is it going to be the huge reason why Intel dropped in price? I don't know. But right now, the demand for these consumer electronics is going, going down. Now, supply chain. If you can't get your supply out because of supply constriction, you're not going to be selling as much. And if you're not selling as much, you're not going to be able to report that on the 10 Qs or the quarterly reports. And so a lot of these companies with the supply lockage, what investors see is that, hey, last quarter in Q4 of last year, you guys made X number of dollars. But in Q1 of this year, you're like half of your revenue from the last quarter. You are losing us profit. We don't want to be with you. So we're going to sell because you're, you're, you're no longer profitable. That's... I can, I can, you know, see that being a plausible reason why someone would sell off their holdings. Because if your Q4 was absolutely fantastic, but Q1 is terrible, you know, the train uh, or the trend has died, so to speak. And I'm going to sell to make the max profit as I can. So it could just be that. Revenue, we can't increase revenue because there is no supply. And there's a huge constriction in supply right now. So, you know, there you go. So that could be a reason. Uh, but this is just Intel. And so if I take a look at NVIDIA, we can see that NVIDIA didn't really get traction until around 2015, where it started growing exponentially uh, or started growing a little bit. And then it hit exponential results at 2018, 2019, right when the pandemic started. And if we look at NVIDIA, in 2019, it jumped. Okay, so 2018, its pricing was roughly around $33 a share. In 2019, it went to $58 a share. And then in 2020, 130, 2021, 294. So you can see there has been a huge, huge demand 
in graphic cards, graphics cards, GPUs. And this is attributed to the whole cryptocurrency trend. Now, the cryptocurrency trend has been there since 2013, 2014, when the media started going over it quite more frequently. But it didn't gain its huge traction until COVID hit. When everyone's at home, everyone is in fear of a recession happening, and they wanted to preserve their income in a cryptocurrency or a crypto market, etc. So everyone flocked to that, bringing up pricing of semiconductors or of microchips or uh, chips that can perform these algorithmic works. And so maybe that is the reason why the stock price has drastically jumped up within the last two years. So I, I'm pretty certain that's the reason why. But we'll, we can talk about uh, about this with Sean and see what he thinks since he is the Bitcoin expert and is more knowledgeable in the crypto market than I am. But I could see that being a reason. And now since cryptocurrency has had a huge, huge bubble popping uh, earlier this month, or not this month, uh, earlier in the last couple months uh, this year, let's just say this year, uh, we could see a lot of people selling out, out of Bitcoin, out of crypto, out of Ethereum, whatever it is. And the demand for these GPUs has now plunged. Uh, now there's a huge abundant supply in GPUs on the third party market and not enough people buying it because again everyone's purchasing it for crypto mining and now it's not profitable anymore everyone's getting rid of their supply so we have a huge increase in supply and very low demand and hence why the semiconductor business is drastically dropping now if we take a look at amd right here we can see amd has been around for quite a while it's had a huge ups and their ups and downs uh and right when 2019 hit it drastically jumped just like nvidia and the reason why is because with the limited amount of supply the demand for microchips was in full full gear and amd had their factories had their fat plants up and they were able to punch out a whole ton of uh microchips that are required for these processes now i haven't looked into amd's annual report i haven't looked into too much detail of the companies but this is my speculation at least the reason why it jumped and now it's cratering because of the same reasons nvidia is cratering okay so what is going on and is the stock price at a fair price based on the charts now for me as as a person who is starting to research into into these corporations and all that i personally believe that these prices are still somewhat inflated just because of the covid pandemic if we look at the pricing prior to covid in back in 2018 2019 at least for amd is roughly around 20 dollars a share uh, uh nvidia was roughly around 50 60 dollars a share and if we look at intel back in 2018 2008, intel has been pretty good uh throughout the the ages okay uh so they're pretty consistent they're kind of lower than they were pre-pandemic um but you know it the huge spike for at least amd and nvidia shows that it was due to covid due to the crypto jump the crypto trend now are they a good price right now just basing on the chart and this is a huge basing on the chart this is extremely biased again i i haven't researched deeply into it but just looking at the behavior if we look at pre-COVID data versus now, it's a little higher than pre-COVID, at least for uh, the companies. 
Now, are they able to pretty much improve their business structure within those two years? Or are, have they been ramping up their uh, production just because of the huge demand and now the demand drop, they are overabundance in supply and no longer are in demand? And if that's the case, if they're no longer in demand and there's a huge supply that they have stored because they were ramping up so much due to the supply shortage earlier, is is this pricing reflected? Is this something that you know we as investors should go into? And my first opinion, first impression, and this is just a first impression, is no. Uh, I don't think that within a two years time frame, because they were so adamant on production, I feel like they didn't have time to really think about, oh, what if the demand dropped? They're just focused on, okay, we need production. We need to build more plants. We need to build more, uh, produce more chips so that everyone goes into, uh, can purchase it. So I don't think a, a year to year timeframe is quick enough for them to slow down their production and review their business model. Now, with that being said, with that being said, the idea that we are now going into more advanced technology, we're, we're talking about the multiverse, the omniverse, we're talking about, you know, uh, doing a lot of online digital marketing, doing a lot more with electronics. And we see that during the COVID that everyone needed electronics to perform their work. And now work life has now transitioned from in the office to more of, uh, you know, four days a week at home, three days at work kind of thing, remote work, so to speak it might offset that. I mean, if we are changing as a culture, going more towards the electronic realm where we're doing a lot more online remote work and Zoom conferences or Microsoft Teams or whatever, you know, this might be a good thing. And it might show more of a demand later in the long run, okay, in the long run. Now, is it the demand that we see within the last two years? Most likely not. Now that the economy is slowly opening up and, you know, people are now going back to their normal lifestyle, we're able to go out again. We're not confined into quarantine, at least for the United States. It might, it, it might be, you know, a good thing. Uh, we might see a decline in the demand, but it might overall be an increase uh, with microchips because now we're going into AI development, you know, AI is hugely integrated into our society today, uh, you know, traffic, med medical um, development, uh, medicine development, we're looking at it in terms of, you know, different areas, you know, rescue missions, etc. We, we need more computing power if we want to run AI at, is mo at its most optimal. We're also seeing it in gaming where AI is taking over uh, into the gaming realm where, you know, if you want to play against something that's really, really human-like and is near perfect, AI, at least uh, the neural networks, are the way to go. And maybe some game developers are implementing those type of neural concepts into their game design. Uh, we saw that with Hello Neighbor where the AI learned your behavior and predicted where your move was, at least in that specific gaming industry or gaming sector. And so my short thoughts, yes, microchips are going down, semiconductors are going down. The huge demand uh, 
that was during COVID has now died off, at least based on the charts. And so are, is the pricing now reflected to a more attractive pricing? It is more attractive, but is it is it an area where I feel like it can be sustainable? To me, not really. Uh, at least if we look at pre-COVID versus post-COVID or now during our time, um, it, it's I, I don't know if one to two years was enough to give the companies that leeway and that change in infrastructure to adapt uh, to the lower demand. With that being said, technology is improving. The gaming sector is growing. Uh, we're seeing a lot more uh, in terms of AI development. We're seeing a lot more in terms of blockchain development. And blockchain, you know, if companies are going more into the blockchain realm, not cryptocurrency, but blockchain itself, we might need more uh, processors uh, to verify the algorithms, etc. So is the demand going to be increasing in the long term i think it is uh we are going more towards that route more uh omniverse multiverse kind of thing not multiverse omniverse metaverse kind of thing but like i said right now the pricing yes is going down and in my opinion it, it it's very foggy uh i'm leaning towards no it's not a good time uh for investing i see a lot of downturns with this but with that being said, that is my morning thoughts on the overall uh, article. And so that article, again, the, it was just telling us that a lot of people are bearish. A lot of analysts are bearish. Uh, it's written by Take Him. And so if you want to email Take Him uh, of the article or anything, it's takehim at barons.com. Tay.kim at barons.com. Tay as in T-A-E. So, uh, and that's it. Now, the reason why I haven't posted in a while uh, just so that uh, for those of you guys who are interested is because I've been extremely busy. Uh, I've been researching a lot more and I've been writing a little bit more uh, documents uh, to hopefully release very soon, uh, at least within the next couple of months uh, on my thoughts of what's going on currently in the market, the industries that I'm currently looking into, or just in general, my thought process of investing in general. And so I've, I've been working a lot, just doing a lot of research and typing. And because of that, I haven't had... Uh, the energy to at least do these recordings and also i've been doing the podcast with sean uh which has been extremely fun and extremely knowledgeable but um it, it's a lot and so for me to manage everything and do uh these youtube videos with editing it, it does take a lot of time and a lot of energy and i'm not very uh, familiar with this overall editing audio video process i'm still not good at it even though i've been doing it for a while i'm still not good at it so it does take me a while so uh be on the lookout for a new morning thoughts episode be on the lookout for new analysts uh, analytics from me or sean uh as well as our podcast episode until then i'll see you guys in the next recording take care everyone